0: Let's get the latest on the crew from insider Adam McAlvey. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the only station Brewers fans need. Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Yeah, welcome back. Brewers take Game Two of this four-game set, four-three, the final, and sort of a tale of two games. You get uh, some near no-hitters working, and then you get uh, some offense, and you get some—well, you get a lot of this. A lot of pitching change, uh, a strategy going on here. Let's hit the Great Midwest Bank hotline and welcome in our insider, MLB.com and Brewers.com, Adam McCalvey. Adam, I'm going to take you back to last night. It's funny uh, how I'm doing a radio show, getting reaction and, and talking about what's going on, and then, then we play back counsel well after he speaks, and sometimes it's just a few minutes. As you're asking a question, we're talking about the exact topic. It's, it was just f- uncanny and funny how that worked. Um, and, and you were asking him, and, and now that seems to be the uh, at the top of the topic list, at what point do you make some decisions a little bit quicker than you normally would in a 162? And he expanded on that today. Your thoughts on, on that illogical comment during pregame today? Uh,
0: wait, what he say? The illogical comment?
1: Yeah, when he said, I, you know, i, I got to be patient. I'm not going to make illogical yeah, moves. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. i got to stay yeah. patient.
0: Yeah, I forgot that that's the way he phrased it. I mean, look, that is the that is the tension of this entire exercise from a managerial point of view is these teams were built um, to navigate 162 games. And particularly, you know, I think that's true of the Brewers just because they have this sort of the style that they try to do things by, which is the idea of depth. And, look, I mean – it's, it's, a, it's a different concept than maybe we think of the way they used to build teams, but their idea was to just win as many matchups as you can over the course of 162 games. And, you know, if you do that enough in a given game and then over the course of weeks and months, the idea is that you can squeeze a lot of value out of players on these low-risk types of deals that allow you from year to year to, to you know not be locked into long-term contracts. So that was the theory, um, and, you know, it's it's what they planned for. And then, of course, along comes something nobody could have ever conceived of. And the question for Craig Council now is, do you stick with that original plan, or do you have to throw that out the window and just start, you know, managing by your gut because everything is so condensed and you don't have time for these platoon splits to even out the way that, you know, they're going to do over – the course of 162 um and look there's no there's a gray area obviously the fans that are watching are way more on the gut side of things but they're trying to Craig counsel said you know as, as you you said he's he wants to use logic to drive their decisions so they're fighting with this a little bit and um you know basically what it came down to is his final answer today was he's not ready to flip the switch and, and throw those plans out the window just yet but if they don't, you know, get production from the Narvaezes and the Smokes of the world, then I think you have to start to think about doing that.
1: Yeah, and I and I agree with you. I I, I think that uh, when he when he made the comment, uh, hey, should I should should I make some changes here? I look at it as mid-August. If this were a regular season, would we make uh, changes based on being out of a playoff spot, a game or two? And, and yeah, so and-
0: the. I was just going to say the difference with that is by mid-August in the regular season, you sort of know what you've got. Like, That's right. Like, you know what these players are. And if somebody is having them, you know, look, it happens, even in the course of a 162-game season, that a player that has a track record has a horrible season. That's not unheard of. But by August, you would sort of know where they stand. Um, the difference now is that here we are in August, and you don't know anything because they've played 18 games. Um, and, and again, that's the conflict of this whole thing and they're wrestling with it. And I'll tell you the easiest way for, you know, council to get bailed out here is for Christian Yelich to continue to take these little steps forward for Keston Hira to make a little more contact. Um, you know, for Omar Narvaez, who's a good hitter, like he's a good big league hitter to start hitting smoke, you know, is a little more of a wild card maybe. Cause he was not very good last year, but, but like, if just a few of these guys are able to produce a little bit, um, it makes this a lot easier for council. And the other point he made is that, you know, again, when everything is condensed, like three days later, it might be a totally different story. Now it wasn't a different story tonight. Yellich saved them with one swing, but a couple of good games mean so much when, you know, every game counts as 2.7 from a, compared to a regular season.
1: Some of these guys, uh, I, I think you maybe maybe a little case by case. I get an overall philosophy, but you know that whole patience thing, and we did we we're set up this way for a reason that 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 didn't apply to three appearances. Derek Lauer, it, uh, each case is different. I, I get it. Yeah. It didn't apply to Logan Morrison because he had a quick trigger finger, or the the organization did so. I, I think it does go case by case and, and you know, us fans, Adam, we're, we're a little more knee jerk and, but we can be right sometimes. And I hope we, oh. <laughs> I, I hope yeah. we get hey. some props on that occasionally. Well, and I think
0: you did from the manager because he said, these are all fair questions. He said, this, you know, he said, I know you're going to ask these questions and you're right to ask these questions because it's something that they're talking about in wrestling with. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're right about Eric Lauer, the, the, Again, I, I would say just to nitpick on or to dive into those two situations. With Lauer, it's a situation where you, it's a player with options and a situation where you have other you know, options, to use the word in a different way, in, in Burns and Peralta that can give you those innings. And with Morrison, it's a situation where you actually got rid of him because you were sticking with the original plan, which was that Luis Urias is going to be a part of the season that they wanted to give him a bath And when he was, A, healthy from the COVID test, and B, ready after getting some of the bats up in Appleton, they were going to go with him. And that's what they did, and it was at Logan Morrison's expense. All
1: uh, right, Yeah, Adam McAlvey, MLB.com, Brewers.com. One final thing, I, I, I can't let it pass because it's been uh, a bug up my tail here, and that is the Ryan Braun situation. Um, I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, I, I think us fans, uh, we, we haven't been given a ton of information. We haven't. All we see is some numbers and that he's active. He, there's been now five <laughs> games in, in Wrigley where he rakes. You know that. And of those yeah. five games, what is he, 0 for 3? He's got three ABs, but he's been active, and that's, that's my deal. He's been active for all five, Adam.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, chalk it up to 2020. It's, it's harder for those of us covering the team to cover the team because our access is so limited and we can't go talk to the guy like we normally would. Um, You know, you're texting or you're waiting for these Zooms where it's all very controlled in a very press conference-like atmosphere, which is the worst. So, um, I mean, he says there's no big story. And I told you this earlier, Tim, we were talking about it. He says there's no, like, big story behind what happened. I know people are curious about how do you get an infection on your finger. I don't know. He, just, he says there's no story. He just got an infected finger, and they had to relieve that pressure, which led to, you know, now you have to wait for that incision to heal, and that's why he's not out there now is they want it to heal to the point that he can play the field because without Lorenzo Cain, um, they're looking for offense, and they feel like that if they leave the DH – this infield combo that Ryan Braun can be valuable to them in the outfield so they decided to give him those days now the timing is weird because you're right about the Wrigley thing and the Cubs thing so I don't know exactly what to tell you but
1: uh, it just seems funny because has he played he he did play right since coming back from Appleton yeah
0: he played twice and now they've given him two days off which council says was the plan and now he expects that we're going to see him out in the field tomorrow and or Sunday. So let's see what we see tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, maybe we'll see him out there in right field tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think we um, will. I, I do. I do. I, I, yeah, I think it, he'll it, be in there. there, there
0: you know, th- this it is sort of an it's always something kind of situation. <laughs> but look. The, the, the bottom line is that when he is healthy and able, he is a dangerous bat in their lineup and especially dangerous in big moments. So it's the same old question that we talk about every year with them. How do you get him to the point where he can be dangerous in those big situations? And it's more complicated than it is for some other players for a zillion different reasons, most, you know, all related to, to health. And that's what they're trying to do is, you know, get him to that point where he can be productive. And it's, it frustrates fans to not see one of the main guys out there, especially when you're down Lorenzo Cain and the rest of the offense isn't doing anything. Um, but, look, as far as we know, there's not some dramatic backstory going on here. It's just they're trying to get that finger right so you can go out there and play
1: yeah, and and I will just say this: It just struck me as weird, Adam, that it was five at bats in Appleton. You send that dude up up an hour north, hour and a half north, to get five at bats. I mean, I, don't you find that as a little different? I know it's sort of big league spend? pitching. I, I, you, you could get it with you know. There's a lot of unemployed minor league baseball players with good VLO if you want some ABs. I mean, it was only five. It's no, no, least. you can't do that,
0: though. You can't do that. You, you oh, can't true. expose okay. a guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have okay. to stay within your little bubble. Um, you know, you'd have to have done something on the field at wherever they were, home.
1: You had to like make alive. it official. Yeah.
0: Well, you'd, yeah, you'd have to do it, like, before a game on the field, and now you're throwing one of your guys.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: so, well, you should have just raked
1: against Eric Lauer before you sent him packing. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah, I mean, that there, there would be your five I, abs. Uh, the guy
0: just pitched, though. I don't think you want to throw <laughs> That's him. Sure, you know, right, Adam. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I wish there was an easy answer, but you know what? Some of that stuff that makes it a little complicated is what makes it fun, right, Tim?
1: Well, that's the whole allure and love that I have for baseball—is that it's all debatable, all all of it. Did you play? uh, Have you played the
0: Yellich post-game sound yet?
1: Have yes, and I heard it. And uh, unfortunately, our uh, yeah, our our audience did too. Um,
0: Oh, (laughs) he's just on a Friday. We're all adults here. Uh, yeah, You're hearing true. It all, We're hearing it after every pop out during the game. So why not?
1: <laughs> that's true. Hey, are, Adam, do you think these guys are having fun for the most part? I know it's a it's a it's a struggle yeah. of a season a little bit, but do you think they're having fun? Well, there's this
0: Jason Bateman Arrested Development GIF that I think you find when you search for forced laughing, where he's sort of like you know you can you can sort of picture the forced laugh. Uh, some of that is I think some of that's going on I mean it's it's all weird it's all weird and look I give the Cubs a lot of credit for this American Legion banging on the dugout and and making a lot of noise but I mean even that it's like okay let's make noise and be energetic now and they're winning a lot of games uh, and it's easy to do that and I look I give them great credit for creating that energy but is it the same as it is in a normal season no it's it's a lot more choreographed and you have to kind of think about it, and generate these ways to have fun. And every team is trying to do it in, to the best of their ability. But I think it's very safe to say everyone is looking forward to the day where there's fans in the stands and it's all natural and everybody can be together without masking and distancing and doing all the things that they're having to do. Uh, you know, it's, it's I, I think they're having as much fun as they can have. I guess I would put it that way.
1: Yeah, it is different for, for everybody, no doubt. Adam, always a pleasure. Have a good weekend, all right? All right. See you, Tim. All right, there he is, Adam Brewers. MLB.com, Brewers.com, our insider on the great Midwest Bank Hotline. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is God. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run league.